Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. <laughs> oh. That's funny, huh? Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. That's right. We also work our nine-to-five jobs together, we teach together, and we own the Lovett Company. We do so much together, and we wanted to share some of our tips and tricks for living out our 24-7 relationship. That's right. A relationship that is all day, every day. Plus, we wanted to share with you how we managed to run our business alongside full-time jobs and still find time for kids, chores, and fun. So in this podcast, the Success in Black and White podcast, we will talk about navigating the gray in life. So get ready, get ready, get ready. We're going to be bringing to you Real Talk concepts every week as we share some of our stories, best practices, as well as talk to guests about how they found success by doing extraordinary things in their everyday lives. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Success in Black and White. The podcast. We are back one more again. We are back one more again. We are. We are back. I feel like it's been a long time. (laughs) It hasn't been. It feels like it. Why? I guess because we recorded two at the same time. Yeah, I guess so. So we skipped a week. We really didn't skip a week because we did it all at one time right i just mean in front of the microphones okay i got you yeah so what's up everybody we are gonna come to you tonight with something a little bit different yeah um we want to switch it up after last week and the week before episode code switching part one and part two real talk um it was real heavy mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of emotions and feelings went into that episode. So we're going to come back this time with something not lighthearted, but to answer some questions that people generally ask us all the time um, between the two of us. So we have a list, but we're going to pick out a couple of them and see what we get through in the next like 30 or so minutes and and hopefully answer some of these questions for some of the people that keep asking us the same questions over and over and i feel like we've addressed some of them in like previous episodes but i feel like people have jumped in like more recently so they didn't hear and they may not know where to go back to get these answers so we're going to answer them straight up just like we didn't even put them in any other episodes so that's uh, good yeah we'll go through and pick out a couple of questions and answer them for you all um for the new people that haven't had a chance to go back and listen in give you a chance to know us a little bit better um and then for the people who have been with us you know maybe update you on some things or kind of give you some further details or further insight on these topics or questions that we have before us tonight (laughs) yes everything that he just said (laughs) ditto i'm sipping my water tonight my throat is a little scratchy your throat is always scratchy no not like this 
our son, he just be bringing germs and just distributing oh, them me. to everybody in the house. It's like every week he's like, hey, y'all check this out. <laughs> get this germ right here. I'm just like, come on, guy. It'll get better. Like for real. <laughs> so where you want to start? Let's see what question. Mm, um, a lot of questions. Yeah. I'll let you be. Um, you want me to decide where we start? Yeah. And in charge of kind of keeping track of which questions we, okay. we answer so that we don't double back on anybody. Okay. So I think I'm going to start in the middle. <laughs> That's why I had you keep track of it. <laughs> You put me in charge of the questions. So I'm going to start in the middle. I'm going to start with this question from one of our listeners. How do y'all have time to do all the things? Yeah. Everything. We, we get that question a lot. We do get that question a lot. Um, I think that you should start with a little bit of a back. Like for people who maybe are jumping in now and just starting to listen to us or haven't listened to some of our previous episodes um, where they could get an inkling of, because we used to do like life updates at the beginning of each episode. And we haven't done that in a long time because we try to keep them shorter after we got some feedback that people loved our content, but it was too long for them to listen to. So we really took that to heart. And so we cut out all of our life updates. Um, but people liked the life updates. But people like the life updates. And so we apologize to you guys. I think we try um, we try to kind of keep life updates on like social media. Um, the past two weeks, I've been terrible at this. And I know it. And it's for many different reasons. Um, you've actually been better than me, which is usually flip-flopped. Like I'm usually really good at like keeping up with our family and stuff and life updates on social media. And I just have not been. Yeah. Um, and I actually don't apologize for that because it's been for good reason for me, but, good. um, that's usually where we are. So I think if we could just give a quick life update, so people kind of know all the things we do have going on okay. in our lives. Yeah. Um, what's up with you? <laughs> oh, you know, just chilling. <laughs> Just chilling. Yeah, just chilling. No, what's really up with no, you? No, um, seriously, just chilling. No, um, work is still work. Yeah. Um, you know, we still have the kids. Yeah. And um, two kids, yeah. right? So if you haven't been rocking with us, we have a four and a half year old and a one and a half year old. And that's right. So we got the kids. Work is still there. Yeah. Obviously, the podcast mm-hmm. and then the business, which um, we're getting ready to ramp up a little bit more. Right. And in the spirit of that, so I just want to put some context around this because um, we both work full time at an institution of higher education at Florida State University. That's not a secret. Um, You oversee fitness facilities and a lot of people, a lot of people. Yeah. um, And a lot of different programs and a lot of just moving elements that come with overseeing gyms, really, and very large gyms, too. Yeah. Um, Also, I think elements of your job, like I think about the fact that you, like this week alone, you were a panel speaker. um, And so you have these like different parts that you play within your job role and your job function. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I'm, I'm involved obviously in my, I guess the main portion of my job, which is overseeing all, um, operations, directions of our fitness facilities on campus, which includes all the programming, 
and facilities. Um, and then I'm very involved with the diversity and inclusion work on campus. Um, and then I also have a couple of other programs that I'm the lead on. So um, I don't think I ever told anybody about the grant that I received for my work it out program. Oh, yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, that's a fun one. So I started that initiative on campus for um, black male mentorship on campus for the students to be mentored by the black male faculty and staff in a I guess in a different way, not the traditional way where they come to the office and sit down and get mentorship, um, but where the mentor and mentee are actually, oh, the new computer, <laughs> the mentor and mentee are actually working it out figuratively and literally. Mm -hmm. So the mentorship is happening in a sense to where all of the guards are down. Um, there is no hierarchy. They're both doing fitness related activities and the mentorship is happening in that dynamic so mm -hmm. i'm very excited about that program um so i'm kind of leading that one up that's kind of where my excitement is right now um so i'm proud of you for that program for a couple different reasons and i think that i mean first of all there is a very clear need um where you're working and for young black males to have really strong black male role models and people that they can go to and they can talk to um, and just share life experiences with. And then secondly, um, I think that, you know, we both, if you guys have listened to us long enough, we both agree that race is a social construct. Nevertheless, there's a lot of research written out there about how African Americans have poor health outcomes, and a lot of it is based around race. Um, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that skin color has anything to do with it, but I do fully believe that there is a lot of, um, of physical and social angst and mental angst that can come down from chronic stressors that can actually be passed down genetically. Definitely. Um, and I think that within the African-American community, there is a lot of historical stressors that could potentially cause higher rates of chronic diseases like high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease, those kind of things. And so I think that's where we see a lot of research. Um, people are pulling, you know, this empirical evidence research from, I don't necessarily think it's skin color, but I do think that there's um, chronic stress that that happens. And so I'm glad that you're addressing this from a multifaceted lens. And I think it's super important in the realm of wellness, which is one of oh, the yeah. things that we're both That's, really passionate yeah, about. We're passionate about that. So yeah, yeah, so that program I'm really excited about. Yeah. Other than that, just chilling. That's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> he's, not just, he's not just chilling. So yeah. in the meantime, <laughs> he also comes home and, um, you know, we try to have family time and yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about that and some balance and stuff later. But um, after putting the kids to bed, he also does a lot of work on the business. And I would venture to say like our time anymore is really not balanced because you're constantly like making things better and updating the website and stuff. And um, that is a labor of love for the business that you do. So I appreciate yeah, that. Definitely. I guess that kind of answers the question partially, how we do all the things. And I know a lot of people yeah. say, where do you find the time? How do you have time? Right. When you're passionate about something, you use your time wisely. 
Um, I think for us, obviously, work takes yeah. up time. Got to go to work, work the seven to eight hours. Um, but when we come home, like family time is important. We find time for the kids. When they go to bed, I could easily sit down and watch four hours of TV and fall asleep. But um, I think that my time will be better served putting it towards our business because I'm passionate about that and I care about that. Um, and I know that if you care about something enough, you will put time into it. So if you say that, oh, my gosh, I don't know how you all do it. Like we all have the same amount of time throughout the day. And what I'm about to say might be repetitive um, or you have heard it somewhere before. But it's really how you allocate the time that you have. And that comes down to being disciplined. That comes down to making a choice. Do you want to use your time for this or do you want to use it for that? And where you find um, passion, where you find, um, you know, purpose, I think, is is how we decide on how we use our time. And we definitely get that family time. And like you said, when the kids go down, I come and I work on the business stuff mm-hmm. because that's what I'm passionate about. And there's purpose for me in doing that. Um, and I'm not watching. I don't know what's p- power and all of the shows that are on TV now that I see everybody talking about or hear everybody talking about. Like I haven't watched any of that stuff. I don't know any of anything that's going on with any of that because I feel like my passion, my purpose for how I use my time is in our business. And um, that's how I find time for all the things. So what about you? I say anything different. No, I think, I mean, I think that it hits the nail on the head, but I think it's, I think it's good to talk about, you know, finding what your and I don't I'm trying to remember if this is on there. I guess it's the and how do you do it all, but it's I think it's good to think about what balance um you need to have in your life between all of the different things, you know, and you're always throughout the day, you're always a parent, you're always going to be working, you're always going to be thinking about all the things, right? So it's just a matter of prioritizing, kind of like you said, like for me, I also work full time at FSU, my job is very different this year than it's ever been before in the past. And so there's a huge learning curve. And I feel almost like I'm starting at the bottom again, after a decade of being in a field. And it's not a bad thing. It just means that my mental capacity is usually a lot more tired than (laughs) yours is. I think my brain just goes so much, you know? And so for me, there's a lot of like ebbs and flows of, um, sometimes I'm as passionate as this man is, but I would say like, he is the heart and soul of the business. And so, Um, He's also very gracious whenever I feel like I need to step back and have time for myself or my family or my spirituality. And um, that is also the good thing about a partnership is when you're in partnership together, I mean that you kind of carry each other through those things too. So yeah, definitely. I would say yes to the prioritization. Yes. Also, we didn't tell them that this semester we're not teaching a class. We're actually taking a class. That is true. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm ex- I get so excited every day. I know. Like when it's time for class. Like, yeah. I haven't been this excited about going to class or going to school ever in my life. Isn't that it's so funny to how it started because I actually signed up for the class. Yeah. And then 
I went to the first day and I told her, I said, I don't know how, but I'm going to get my husband to come to this class too. Yeah. Because you never signed up for it. I didn't sign up for it. So I texted you and I was like, you need to come right now. And you're like, what? Yeah. And so you came. And then I registered. And then you you went to the first day and you registered while we were in class. While we were in class. And I was like, this is going to be a great class. And it is a great class. And the problem for me now is that I don't always get the chance to get away and go to the class. So the funny thing is I had originally registered for it. Daryl is usually always the one that's there. And I'm like rushing in if I'm coming from a meeting or I'm like, I got to leave early because I got to go to a meeting. Like just, you know, the different priorities that you have to juggle in your day. But I think it's so I love funny. It. I look forward to it every day. I'm like, yeah. I feel like I can go back to school if yeah. if I could do this. I guess we didn't even tell them what the class was. It's, it's leader leaders and entrepreneurship. Leaders and entrepreneurship. It's really good. Yeah, and so, it, we were learning a lot. Oh, I've learned so much. Like yeah. I'm like, like I said, I'm ready to go, go. Yeah. But you know, um, but if like I could go back and do that as my major yeah. or a, another major or get a master's or something in that <laughs> like i get excited about going to class i've never like gotten excited like i do i'm like oh it's time to go to class i'm taking my notes i got my laptop mm-hmm. i'm engaged but but i guess you know it's that passion and and it's there and yeah. this class covers that for us so yeah there's um, a lot and i really encourage anybody out there like utilize the resources that are at your disposal. This was something that was offered by our institution and it was for any but free for us. Yeah, any pro staff. I was like, what? Yeah. Leadership and entrepreneurship it's sign really me cool. up. Yeah. And it's a lot. I mean, we're actually we're actually the only two in there who actually own a business. Yeah. Everybody else is in there actually works within the departments and they have their own programs and stuff. And the crux of actually going to the class is not necessarily to start a business it's actually to learn lessons from business and from entrepreneurs to help for some people it might have been starting a business but for a lot of them they're in there just to learn from learn yeah Yeah. learn a different leadership perspective which is really cool yeah yeah it's a good level up opportunity for us though like i've learned so much and it also gets me to thinking differently about what we're doing and that's also what excites me yeah. So, all right. What's, okay. Did it, we answer that question? Let's I get feel, another one. I think so. I don't, th- and I would just circle back and say it's not always a hard and fast, like, this is the amount of time you have to spend doing this and this and this. I think it's just like you said, like deciding what's important and prioritizing for you. And it's okay if your seasons shift. Yeah, definitely. You know, and it's okay to take a break too yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, let's talk about for the podcast, how do we pick our topics? <laughs> that has changed since the beginning. Yeah, um, it has. I think that a lot of times our experiences in that moment kind of dictate what the topic is going to be a lot of times because we're living, um, you know, everyday people living, you know, everyday lives. So we kind of go through and, and see what we're experiencing and, and definitely seeing what some of the lessons are that we're learning or in the process of trying to overcome or continue to push forward. We figure out some things, we learn some things and we decide to share them with you all. So that's how the topics more recently have been picked. But before that, we would have list of topics that we would mm-hmm. intentionally go and pick and do research and find out information 
Yeah. But um, I definitely think that now, because it relates to our experiences of what we're going through and how we're navigating, um, getting through those experiences and researching and pushing forward, that's where a lot of them are coming from now. So Yeah. Yes. We actually have a lot of sticky notes that we put on this like big sheet of paper that are like podcast topics. Mm-hmm. And that is where we draw a lot of them from. Yeah. I mean, the technical. I don't think we've been to the board in a minute, though. We haven't. The technical side of it. I mean, I'm just going to be real with you guys. It's like, (laughs) I'm like, Daryl, what can you bring energy to tonight? Right. And so I would just be like, hey, choose the topic. Let me know what's going on in your life that you want to talk about. And let's go for it. Yeah. I feel like she always be throwing me out there. I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> all right you need to pick something that gets you excited that I you do. don't put yourself out there i know she just be asking me i'd be like uh, am i being interviewed like you know that I means she'd be sitting over there like oprah and i'm sitting here answering all the questions i kind of want to be oprah all right i don't know but yeah that's how we pick pick our topics for, yeah, for whoever asked that question and you know i i mean honestly not that i don't think i have i don't have anything to contribute to the conversation because i feel like i do but you do I think that you are so wise, like just a lot of the things that you've experienced and the way that you present them. I'm like, if we, if you could ask her, I just think that people should gain your wisdom. Honestly, (laughs) I really do. That's funny that you said that because my mentees that I have for the work it out program, like Mm -hmm. they say the same thing. They just look at me and say, wow, I never thought of that. Like that is, and sometimes I'm just like, Hey, I don't even know. I, I mean, I know my experiences and, yeah. and just the way that also, I Also, I mean, think, well, if you guys have been rocking with us for a while, you know we have very different brains yeah. and the way that we think. I'm like an old young man. You really are. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You are. Uh, why you hesitated? No, I'm, yeah, that's I'm true. I'm an old young man. Yeah. I got an old, old spirit. <laughs> yeah. But um, nah. Yeah, definitely. So that's how we get the topics. Yeah. So that's how we do them. Sometimes, like you said, we have a lot of data. We have a lot of notes. Sometimes like today, I, we literally just took questions that people asked us or yeah. have asked of and us. And pulled them out. And pulled them out. And we're like, all right, here's what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> it's kind of a mixed bag. You never know what you're going to get. I think it's good to do this, though, because people yeah. do... Um, I'm starting to get people to talk to me now, though. You really are. I'm excited yeah. about that. Like, at first, nobody would talk to me. Nobody leave comments. Nobody. But you know what I, I, I realized, though? Like, a lot of the time and a lot of the things that we talk about, like, I do a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah. So I feel like people are kind of hesitant with either asking me a question because they feel like they're prying or because they don't want to be public facing with what they want to say or what they have to ask. So my my inbox has been crazy. Well, let's take these past two weeks when we did the code switch. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get to that, too. I got got so much feedback. Like, that would be a whole episode by itself. I got feedback and comments for days. I was like, wow. Yeah, that was a very heavy topic. If you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen. It's Code Switch. We did it in two-part series because we talked so long about it one night. Um, and it just, it was really, really good, but it was a lot of your experiences. Yeah. I did the heavy lifting. Yeah. But also because it was a heavy lift and it was emotional, but it's very, very relevant. Yeah. Very touchy subject. Very. In business and the corporate in America today about race 
in the workplace, honestly. And so what I noticed is we posted videos, you know, we put like our usual one minute clips out there and we post, we were brave. I would say, I say we, I mean you, you were very brave. Cause I don't, I mean, I can post and there's really no repercussions for me. Yeah. Um, so you were very brave in posting what you posted and there were only a few people who would make any comments publicly. Right. A lot of the comments that you got in the feedback, which was all very positive, but it was very. behind a closed wall. Yeah. Well, um, there are some people who were asking questions like, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna get to those, but there were some people who, you know, was curious about why I felt the way that I felt. Somebody even asked me, I'll definitely share this because I put it on social media. They was like, like, is this even still relevant? Why are we even talking about this in 2019? And I was just like, Oh, <laughs> like for real. But, um, nah, definitely. I'm gonna get to those. And there were people who were curious and wanted to know more. Um, and one of the things that I had to share was like, I'm not the spokesperson for all black people. Right. So that was uh, like I had to definitely put that but out. But you there. shared a lot of relevant experiences yeah. that many people go through, and that you were brave enough to be a voice for. Yeah. Um. I think that is. I think that makes you very vulnerable. Mm. I applaud you for that. And oh, oh. no! Oh my, my gosh, watch the watch. Is. Everything she said, she couldn't hear you. My so, wife picked up. They listening in. I know. Nah, come on, keep okay. going. Don't get off. All right, because if we get on that I rabbit know. trail, don't, don't do it. But they are listening. They are. All listening. of your devices are listening, yeah. and we have stories to prove it. Anyway, <laughs> um, okay. So, so I think we kind of went in, and just so I, quickly, somebody else asked us this: Have we considered interviewing other people? Oh yeah, um, a couple, a lot of people ask us that. I guess they yeah. get tired of us consistently over and over and over. So. We have a list of people. Um, yeah. We want to be strategic about the people that we're going to interview and bring on. Yeah. Um, you know, I think our list that we have right now that we're gearing up to start interviewing is going to be pretty good because yeah. they're going to bring diverse like topics, um, diverse personalities. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. <laughs> about, I'm excited about it. We do have some really good people. Um, that we're we're scheduling and we're planning right now yeah and most of them are local um mm -hmm. also we're going to explore the distance yeah interviews with other people we just haven't tried it and it kind of goes back to the how do you do all the things and the yeah. reality is we want to bring a quality podcast every week definitely and on top of the fact that we are very very busy which is not a great excuse but it is excuse enough that we're like we actually haven't had time to try out any of our distance interview options we did one one time and we were okay with the quality but we think it could be better it and we don't want to bring you guys a distance interview where it's not a good quality interview. Right. We would rather talk through a topic or content ourselves than bring you junk in audio if that makes sense yeah definitely. and so we do we, we really want to do that and we just have to prioritize that time like we said yeah before. so we're definitely going to yeah. bring in other people um and let them share their stories and how it ties into who we are and what we're doing um so i'm excited about it and we do yeah. have we do have some people lined up and, and you know what if you think that you have a compelling story and oh, you are one of those people definitely let us know let us know it doesn't mean that we would you know automatically choose you or that we would choose you but we would love to have the conversation with you to see yeah. if you're a good fit yeah definitely do yeah. that 
Um, so yes, to answer your question, yes, we are going we are. to interview other people yeah. and bring them um, into the mix and kind of share their stories and mix it up for you. Yep. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So, who? Okay. Since we're on the topic of podcasts, let's answer the last one regarding podcasts. Okay. What is that? And that one is how did you learn how to do a podcast? <laughs> Because this is actually wanna, one that we can watch. Off. Yeah, we get this all the time. As a matter of fact, I've even been coaching people. Yeah. Uh, on on podcast. Yeah, there was actually we did a coaching call. We both did a coaching call one night. Yeah. With um somebody who wanted who who was thinking about starting a podcast. Yeah. You've done. I've done a couple some on your own. Mm-hmm. Um. So honestly, it it came about because. One day I listened to a podcast and I thought we could do this, right? And that's honestly where it all started. Yeah. Like it was just a thought like we could do this. We're going to figure it out. And when I said that to Daryl, he's like, oh, great. Because like now I've got to figure it out. Yep. <laughs> and so, but you know, that's what happened. And so I think like the number one thing to do, we hear this all the time. And honestly, it sounds so... um elementary or maybe even like we're talking down to people but literally like everything in my life everything came down to the decision to just start yep it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't i mean and i just i just finished saying we like to deliver a high quality you know audio content to you guys but we learned how to do that over time yeah and if hit you, me you up just if you're start. interested hit right. me up and i literally have the formula and i will give it to you obviously it's gonna cost a little bit but um i'll give it to you and all you have to do is literally follow it week by week and if you like our podcast you think our quality is good like i can get you step by step to get exactly to where we are right and i mean it takes work but once you get the hang of it you can kind of figure it out. And then I can give you two sides to it. When we started out, we did everything with the free, the free stuff, the free option. So I have that part of it. But then we figured that we wanted to level up and we started paying for some of the programs that we use now. So I can give you that side mm-hmm. and I can give you the paid side. Um, and the paid side isn't even like that expensive. It's like an annual fee. And you get the programs that you need and you can do everything that you need to do with that program. So, and the cost involved is, I mean, there's equipment and hardware, Yeah, you know, but I can tell you exactly what it is. I'll give Uh you the exact amount of, of what we're using and how we did it. And, um, you know, link up with me. And and if you want me to coach you through that, I definitely will. Like I said, we don't charge that much for it, but we do for the time and the resources that we put together to give to you. Um, but I'll be glad to work with you and, to get you set up and to um, get you on your podcast journey. Um, And we even set you up with the first um, 90, like the first three months and then getting episodes set up for three months. We won't give them to you, but we'll talk to you and work you um, work with you through getting topics and things like that. So that's the main part. It's like you start and you get it, but like if you don't do it consistently, then that's where you fall off at. And yeah. it's and it's hard sometimes to try to figure out a topic 
every uh, you know every week that's why we have our board up there with all the little post-it notes so that if we can't think of something we can go pull one off but in my plan you know we'll get through the first three months of it and you'll have topics on a weekly basis and if you decide you don't want to do it on a weekly basis you'll just have three months worth of topics so there you go you got it there you go i'm here yeah um but how did you learn how to do a podcast Oh, man. So I was very, very fortunate enough to have um, a friend who is a music producer Mm -hmm. who gave me the ins and outs and taught me about engineering and sound and technique. So that's something that a lot of people don't get. Yeah. So that's the knowledge like that I was able to gain and a skill set that I was able to gain. Um, from somebody who has been doing it for a long time and who had a vast um, level of experience Mm -hmm. and they shared everything with me and I just soaked it all up and um, yeah you know he is a music producer yeah very good very good he actually does our intros and outros for us yeah um, and he creates our own music, our music and sound, yeah. sound bites and things like that. So and some of those things are like, there's legality with that. Yep. Um, and those are things that like Daryl can walk you through because they're things that you may, like, I would never have thought that we wouldn't be able to just play whatever song. Yeah. Take a song we and wanted. take a sound. Yeah. yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. there, there's, there's legalities. Um, so, but working with, um, DJ Vance, shout mm-hmm. out working with him and, and him sharing his knowledge with me. I mean, that's kind of where it started. I would just right. go and just talk to him and he would just drop it on me and I just take it all in. Um, and then from there kind of just doing my own research online and finding different ways to do different things. And, um, you know, just kind of learned and trial and error, tried different things over time. And once we did a recording, I would save the file. Um, and then from there in a wave file. And then from there, I would just try stuff and see what it sound like. And just kind of doing that over and over and messing around. I found out what works for us with our voices. And, you know, I got that down pack and I can talk you through how to do it for you and your voice as well. Perfect. Yes. So, um, what else? I really want to hit this one before we have to like jump off because people ask me these questions all the time, literally social media, um, in person run into me at work, like all the time. What question is this? And I know people talk to you about this all the time. Why did you go vegan? <laughs> and how oh, do oh. you manage life? I know, right? Not eating meat or dairy. God forbid. So look, she came back on. My watch came back on. As soon as you said she about vegan. Like, she was like vegan. Oh, I'm there. Uh oh, what they talking about? I need to get in on this conversation. <laughs> your watch is pretty nosy. <laughs> My watch about to say, Where do y'all get your proteins from? <laughs> From your mama. The number one question. That's what I'm gonna tell my watch. From your mama. Your mama. Your mama give me the protein. Where do you what do you think your your watch's mama is? The I, phone? I don't know. Yeah, probably so. That's funny. <laughs> the cloud. The um, cloud. I get mine from the cloud. No. Why did you go vegan? Uh, because of you. <laughs> 
that's that's my answer because of you <laughs> no seriously though um yes but okay i want you to further explain that because you yes i'm sure it was easier but you're a man of your own will like there is never anything that i could say to you that you'd be like okay i'm just gonna do this just because you are like that's just not in your nature so i just fool you to make you think that it's uh, not okay it's whatever it's you game. say yeah whatever you say <sighs> goes shoot oh, hey. i didn't learn yep oh, hey. uh, it ain't worth it um so <laughs> i so i know that april went vegan for some health reasons mm-hmm. and um we were we were buying she was buying two separate like groceries like grocery meals so she was buying her stuff and then she was buying stuff for me um and you know, if you're vegan, a lot of the stuff that you get is a lot of fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, things that go bad fast. So she was trying to take out all of her stuff before it would go bad. And um, and I was still eating, you know, my normal way. And then um, I told her, you know, to help with that. Let me start with the process. And also, I felt kind of bad sometimes sitting in front of her while she over there with her vegetables and stuff. And I got chicken wings. <laughs> you know, I was just kind of like, I'm just eating these chicken wings all up in her face. And she having health complications to where, you know, her body wasn't allowing her to eat certain stuff anymore after our son was born. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get on this journey with you. And then as soon as I said that, boy, it didn't take long for her to to start to make the move i was like golly <laughs> like no ease me into it or nothing so she tried she tried to ease me into it a little bit she tried to do it like a little tricky ways so she started like cutting the meat down to like one days out of the week and then it went from like meat. that's a big cut she was like went from meat to like a half a chicken breast i'm like you might well just take the whole chicken breast out yeah, that is what he said and then she was like okay <laughs> And then she ended up getting a whole bag of chicken breast to somebody. And I was just like, all right. And then I remember she took the cheese at the fridge and threw it in the trash can. And I was like, all right, this for real. So it was for real. But what the, I mean, the results. Oh yes. The results. But I was going to say before I threw the cheese away. Yeah. I made you listen to my health expert. Oh yeah, I was podcast. I was listening to them things all the time. I know you had them I all had them health. All the she had me watching all these little documentaries on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm like none of that stuff, like none of that stuff really matters to me. Like I can see that it's just it's choice. It's like if I want to do it or not, that's that's what's gonna be. Exactly by me watching something right. on TV, you know, at, for a moment I'd be like, oh okay, oh, but. Also, after that, you'd be like, well, I've been doing it for this long and nothing ain't happened. So, but I made the choice and, and, um, definitely was to, the main reason was to support you. Um, and I know that it was a lot easier to buy food for everybody one Mm -hmm. time. Also to support you by not eating all that stuff in your face, knowing that you couldn't eat it. That's why you weren't eating it. Um, and for me, it took it took some time. It took me seven weeks before my body actually acclimated. I had a headache for almost seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say, I mean, 
food addiction is real and people talk about it in terms of sugar or alcohol or whatever, but food addiction to things that we have been told our whole lives that we need that we really actually don't biologically need. It's very real. I mean, you take away the cheese, you're going to have headaches for a while because there are substances and cheese that are addicting, you know, and there's a reason for that. And I could get into that about, you know, how about cows and how their milk supply is supposed to be like that for their calves. Their calves will drink it and gain weight. Anyway, it's all whole. I won't get into it, but, um, there are a lot of health reasons that I did go vegan. And the fact is before I met Daryl, I was actually vegan for two, two and a half years. I remember that. I remember when we were dating, I was the one that got you. I remember when you ate your first piece of meat Yeah. again, because not because of me, but you were with me. Yeah, I was. Um, so I remember when you weren't, I don't yeah. know if you were still vegan or if you were vegetarian, more vegetarian. I was vegan. But I remember when you was like, oh, I'll have a and little I piece. I fell and off the wagon. Yeah. I, it was good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say the stuff doesn't taste good. It does. Um, the reasons that I was vegan the first time were health related, um, you know, the cruelty to animals in factory farms is sad and it's abusive and i don't think it's the way that like if you're gonna eat meat i don't think that's the way to go at the very least grass-fed and free-range if not hunt your own (laughs) but i know that's not always possible for people um and then i just there's so much research not only on the health issues that animal byproducts cause in humans but also on the gas emissions and the things that factory farms are doing to the environment and so that like in the face of everything was just so much evidence research empirical evidence for me for the first time to go vegan um and so you know of course you fall in love and you start dating somebody and i'm like i'm gonna eat the meat <laughs> don't blame it on me i'm not Didn't blaming you it say on you. earlier choice it was choice i'm not blaming it on you i'm just saying it was much easier for me to fall off the wagon when yeah. you know i was just like you kind of get show, comfortable yeah, you was tearing that cheese up cheese and crackers and we used to have it all we did but we i did. don't miss it at all you know so this time when i did decide to go vegan it was a lot i still have all of my um beliefs you know at heart but the primary reason that i was prompted again is because i had a lot of health issues really that started after i had my son and that prompted me and it took a while to adjust but it really 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 helped with a lot of the health issues i was having and then just to see what happened to you i know it's crazy right 65, 60, yeah, 60, 62, 62 pounds down since January. It hasn't even been a full year and you've lost 62 pounds and your all of your blood levels. I know that's crazy. That's the craziest part I'm, because you I'm, used to be you used to be high blood pressure, not I'm, even borderline. I'm mad that I got healthy, though, because now the doctor, I got to go in every three months and give blood. Because I got too healthy too fast. (laughs) I ain't never heard of that in my life. But I could understand, though, because he was looking at my track record for the past nine years. And then then within one year, 
it yeah everything went everything zoom. went yeah. yeah so i gotta i gotta go in and get shots and get blood mm-hmm. every three months and he wants to keep track and make sure that everything is doing what it's supposed to and my body changed too so but yeah 62 yeah. pounds i know I'm i really proud feel of you. good though I can't, I didn't do it for a weight loss. And so I never had a starting weight measurement and I never, so I never had an ending weight. Me- I don't know if I weigh more or less. That didn't matter to me. My internal issues are a lot better. Yeah. Um, I didn't do it for the weight loss. I didn't know that that was going to happen like that. It I just fell didn't. off. It fell off like water. I know. I feel like now, now people ask us this and the, honestly, the thing that it, I get asked the most now is not, I mean, sometimes people still ask like, why did you do it? But the primary thing is, but how hard is it? Because you have to find recipes and there's meat and there's dairy and everything. And how do you go out to eat? And the truth is it can be hard for us now. It's just our lifestyle. So like when you talk about at home, it's easy. So easy. We just don't have that stuff in the house. Nope. Um, when we pack our own lunches, which we've always usually done anyway, and we have our restaurants that we know where we can eat. We know the people who are vegan friendly. And even if not, if we go out with coworkers, like you went out this week to a non-vegan restaurant and you just went straight to the chef and said, I'm vegan. Hook it up. Hook it up. And And he he did. He did. He customized, made me something and hooked it up. But I like that, though, because I get a lot of my stuff now fresh and hot off the press. Yeah, that's like true. Like when you tell them, they be like, we got you. Right. You like this. You like this. You like this. Right. And they just kind of take ingredients from each of their individual dishes and make me something. Yeah. So it's real cool. And I will say like the plant-based community, people who are eating. I love those people. They're my people now. <laughs> like when we go up in the restaurants and when I see them, I'm like, y'all my peoples. <laughs> they look at me and they start laughing. I'm like, no, seriously, y'all no, my people. I, the only difference is I just take a couple of more showers. Funny. <laughs> we actually just had the Who best date night. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we went to, it's a fully vegan Fully restaurant, vegan restaurant. Fully vegan restaurant. Yeah. And so they don't serve any animal byproducts in anything nope. but their food is amazing Crazy so amazing good. that people i was actually i didn't tell you this but i was talking to a guy from um our institutional research who, in a meeting oh she's like oh i didn't tell you this but i was talking to a guy <laughs> what kind of talk are you doing in a meeting we were talking All about right. food and food choices and i was telling him that we had just gone to um the bark, the bark. which is the place yeah. that we went to and he was like he goes, oh, I'm not vegan, but I go there all the time because they have the best food. I'm like, but they're fully vegan. He's like, I know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, no, I eat meat, but I don't care. I just go there because they have the best food. Oh, they yeah. really do. They have really good food. Oh. And so when we went, we had a great time. There was. Oh, yeah. We had the whole restaurant to ourselves. Into the into the bikers came until in. Until the bikers came in. But we had a blast. And there was a pool table. Yeah. They have beer and wine on tap and the best menu in the world. And so we just had ourselves a ball yeah and when the people came in i was just talk they so friendly and everybody just i'm just like such a hippie i'm like these my people like what's up you know it is funny but i'll be for real though we have to move to the mountains and make our own granola i ain't say all that now (laughs) you know i ain't say all that (laughs) 
So anyway, I think that's like, to me, it's just lifestyle. And yeah. I've told people before, I tell coworkers this and I share with them, like I'll text coworkers, you know, recipes that I have or like pictures of a dinner I make because it really is once you kind of get past the, oh, we have to have meat with every meal or, oh my gosh, the cheese has to be like dairy cheese. That's not true. Once you can get past that, it's super easy. And it's yeah. like, I just... I'm so much healthier overall, minus this stomach bug I just got because nobody gets past stomach bugs that your children bring home. But minus that, I actually, knock on wood, have not been legitimately sick in since January. And that's yeah. amazing for me because usually I'm sick constantly. So yeah. I feel good. Um, I definitely can feel the change in my body. And now I'm trying something new. I'm on a new journey that I'm just kind of sharing with y'all a little bit here and there on social media. But I'm trying to make gains while being a vegan because I never really like I kept working out and lifting a little bit. But I'm about to like test myself and also test this lifestyle and see if I can make some gains. So that's my new little journey that I'm on. I'm doing all right. I'm doing pretty good. Um, So I'm interested to see how that works out. I love it. All right. Well, you're looking good. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> I told you, hey, you give me like a couple of more, a couple of more months. You're going to be like, why are you always taking pictures with your shirt off? <laughs> I just, halter <laughs> well, tops 2020. Oh, well, you just wait. I didn't make the 2020. This was a campaign. I, I, well, it was, I, you know, I don't think I'm working towards it. Okay. I'm working towards I it. I thought you still could in 2020. I probably could. Maybe I'm, like, I'm you know, pretty close. I'm pretty close. I'm pretty close. Yeah. But y'all You're know. Good. Y'all know. I'm a house. Why you? Why you posting all these pictures with your shirt off? Uh huh. Get ready. <laughs> get ready. Get ready. Get ready. You're funny. All right. All right. That's it. Yeah. That's. I mean, a, we got more, we questions, more questions, but, but we'll stop right there because our time is yeah, we way over time right yeah. now. Yeah. So hopefully, like, you got to know us a little bit better. This is almost kind of like one big update session. Yeah. And we also answer some questions. If you have questions and you want to know, like, shoot them to us and we'll do these periodically where we answer them for you. Yeah. To the masses, because I'm pretty sure other people probably want to know or are asking the same thing if you rock with us. Um, We appreciate you. Keep listening. Until the next time. Bye. Peace. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on any podcast platform and make sure that you rate us. Also, we do have a YouTube channel if you prefer to watch our antics and we also provide closed captioning. And if you want to know more about us, go check us out on our website at successinblackandwhite.com or you can reach out to us directly on social media. My social media handle is I am Daryl Lovett on all platforms. And mine is April Dawn Lovett on all platforms.